Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. I'm Adriana. I'm a compulsive eater. Um, I'm really, hi, I'm really happy to be here. I got on a little bit, like a few minutes early and saw that there were only six people and I was like, that's great. Okay. This is going to be good. Only six people. I've got this. And now I'm like, oh God, there's 21 people. So now I'm nervous. Um, but I think I would be nervous. I'm just a nervous person. So I'm just, so that's just how it is. Um, I'm going to start, I'm going to read, um, today is for today because like it just, um, I'm hoping it'll ground me a little bit. So today's May 30th. All is change, all yields its place and goes. Euripides. The date may be the same, even the place and some of the people, but I have changed. I am not the person I was before I came to OA. Today I have a way to live and a program to follow that keeps me abstinent and sane as long as I am willing to follow it. Whether it's a picnic or company for dinner, today I do not let myself feel rushed. I move slowly with deliberation and a sense of purpose. A special day is a day to enjoy the people around me, the beauty of nature. I once found momentary pleasure in excess food, but the pleasure of abstinence will last far beyond this day and all its happenings. For today, the celebrations of this day will be over at midnight and tomorrow I will wake up glad to be alive and abstinent. Um, so I'm Adriana. Again, I'm I'm a compulsive eater. I came into OA about um, maybe about a year and a half ago, maybe a little more. Um, I have a sponsor. I have sponsees. I have a home group. Um, and I say these things because they're important to my program and they help me um, stay sane not just around food, but also with life. Um, Other things that I've used and um, I'm really grateful for in program are things like calling fellows, going to meetings, um, writing, doing step work, uh, meditating. And I do none of these things perfectly, but I try to, I try to take suggestions and I'm very clear when I'm given a suggestion by my sponsor that I'm unwilling. (laughs) If I'm unwilling, I say I'm unwilling. And I think that helps me like get closer to some willingness. Um, So I'll, I'll, I'll do like the normal format, the, what it was like, what happened and what it's like now. I think that's what you guys do at this meeting. I'm also, this is my first time at this meeting. I didn't say that before. So, um, I, uh, so what it was like, so I, I'm 38 today. Um, I didn't turn 38 today, but I'm today I'm 38. <laughs> I will turn 39 soon. Um, and I, I, I would think I was born of food. I think I was born with food issues. Um, I grew up in an Italian family, Italian Catholic family. Um, my mom is a chef. My mom owned a restaurant. Um, There's just a lot of food um, around all the time. Food, I knew that food was a signifier for 
celebration for love, um, that it was an expression um, and not like, it was not, at least in my family, much about nutrition. It was, it was about expression of love and connection. Um, and I've gone through periods of being resentful for that and also periods of being very grateful that I had a mechanism to connect with family when I was growing up. Um, I, even though I think I was born um, a compulsive eater, I really had no awareness about my body or about food until I was, um, until I was about 18 or 19. Um, like looking back, I remember certain things and behaviors that I did with food when I was a kid, but I didn't, um, I didn't really think, you know, I wasn't really conscious of them, like things like hiding sweets or, um, you know, eating dinner, before, you know, when my parents weren't around and then eating another dinner when they came home and not telling them that I had already eaten, but I didn't, it just didn't, I don't, I don't think it affected me. Um, but I, I definitely had a, um, I definitely just was like a troubled kid for no reason. My, you know, my, my, I think I just was born that way. I really, um, I didn't feel connected to anyone else. I always felt like I was different. I always felt like I'm like terminally unique. Um, I had, I had a learning disability. I have a learning disability um, that was really hard for me um, growing up. And that definitely put me, you know, it, it was very clear to me that I was different from the other kids because in a lot of ways I was, um, I was very lonely. Um, and I had some really dark thoughts as a kid, like dark thoughts, like wanting to kill myself very, very, very early on. I can remember that from like maybe fourth grade or something. Um, when I, so the food stuff started happening, like, like the awareness of my body started happening when I was, um, I was 18. I went to India. I didn't want to go to college. So I went to India because when you don't want to go to college, you go to India. Right. Um, and so I traveled to India for about a year. I lived there and I lost a bunch of weight in India. I was sick. Um, just the food's different, you know, and my lifestyle was different. And I, I was not overweight before I went there, but, um, you know, I, I guess I, I mean, I lost maybe 40 pounds or something and I came back, um, and everyone in my life was like, wow, you look so good. And, you know, like, like what happened? And, um, wow, like India, like they're like the common comment was like, India looks so good on you. And I was taken aback because I, a had never thought about my body and never, I was like, well, that means that I, you know, didn't look good before, or I was, you know, was I, was, did I wait too much before? Is, was my body not right before? Um, so I was surprised and, um, and also a little like confused because I was sick in India. So I was like, well, is, is sickness, is that healthy? You know, I, I couldn't really figure it out. Um, and it, that, that began from 18 or 19 on, it really just began this, um, cycle of like trying to maintain that, um, that low weight. Um, and I was terrified of gaining, um, any of the weight back that I had lost in India. Um, I, 
And I did things like, you know, restrict, I mean, I did a lot of restricting. I did a lot of over-exercising. Um, I did a lot of purging. Um, and then along with all of that was like in between all of those things was like the, was binging, you know? Um, and I, I think I found a lot of relief in the control around food. Um, I, you know, things felt really out of control inside. Um, I didn't know it took me about seven years to graduate from undergraduate college. And so I, so I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was traveling across the country from school to school. And I, I was really, um, I was really just like unsettled. Um, and so I think having the control around food really helped me feel a little more sane. Um, and so I'm in a lot of ways, like really grateful that I had a mechanism to ha to feel some sort of, um, to feel some sort of stability. Um, but I got to the point, I mean, like if I fast forward um, through, through college and graduate school and fast forward to about three-ish years ago, uh, maybe like two and a half years ago, I was um, binging every night, ordering food online almost every night, um, going to the store, to the grocery store almost every night. Um, you know, eating in my car as much as I could before coming into the house so that my husband wouldn't see what I had. Um, and it was like, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the cycle. I couldn't get out of it. Every, every day I would try to, um, you know, every day I would set out to, to say like, Oh, I'm going to do something different today. And I'm going to like go on that diet or, I'm going to go back to the days of when I was like, you know, 19 or 20 of like really restricting and eating 200 or 300 calories a day. And, um, you know, I would set out to do that. And of course, like that would never happen. It's also very unrealistic and very unhealthy. Um, and I, I was on my knees in desperation. I had been in AA for, so three years ago, I had been in AA for about seven years. Um, so like I knew the deal, you know, I knew like the 12 step deal. I knew there was this thing called overeaters anonymous. Um, but like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't for me. Uh, and I was in a meeting and I was, a, I was speaking at a meeting, um, and a woman who was sharing after my, after I spoke, she shared about food. She shared about having been in a 12 step food program and how much relief she was feeling around it. Um, and then that was sort of like her main, you know, her main sort of issue. Um, and I immediately, I went up to her, like, I didn't even think about it. I went up to her after the meeting and I said like, what are you doing? Because I'm in, I'm, I'm in so much desperation around food. I can't, um, I can't stop even as much as I want to stop. I can't. Um, and she you know, gave me the name of a meeting. She said, meet me at this meeting it's tomorrow night, um, you know, and I'll see you there. And I went, um, it wasn't OA, it was a different 12 step food program. Um, and I got abstinent that day. Um, and I was abstinent in that program for nine months. I lost a lot of weight in that program. I lost my period in that program. I lost a lot of my hair in that program. Um, 
and I, um, I think my obsession with food actually got worse. Um, I was so worried about like eating one bite of something outside of the food plan and, you know, so, so ridden with fear about going back to where I had been before the program that, um, all I could think about was what I was eating. Um, but I was in a 12 step program. So I was like, well, I'm in, I'm in 12 step recovery and, you know, so like this is healthy. And for me, it just, it was not healthy. I was on a very restrictive, um, food plan and, um, it got really scary and it came, you know, nine months of, of restriction. I mean, eventually restricting will, for me, it led me to binging. And so after nine months, I was found myself like, like my disease had just like taken, taken off to levels that I just never knew that it could go. I portions, quantities that I never knew were possible for me. Um, and you know, some very embarrassing things happened that I won't go into detail, but like when, for me, when my, when I eat way too much, like there are consequences of that, um, that were really embarrassing. Um, I just like my digestive system basically failed me. And I mean, my body was in starvation mode. So my body was really trying to like catch up, you know, like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta eat. (laughs) Like there's things you gotta eat. Um, you gotta feed yourself. And so it like rapidly in a period of a few months, I gained, um, all the way back plus more that I had lost in this other program. And while I was binging at night and during the day, I was trying to do this other 12 step program. Cause I was like still trying to be in the program, but I was still binging. My sponsor in that program said, you know, you're just, it seems like you're just beating yourself up with the pro like you're using the program to beat yourself up. And she said, I don't know if this is going to work for you. Call my friend. She's an OA. Like maybe that program will be better for you. Um, and and I did, and it took a long time to transition. It took some, it took some months to transition over because of how scared I was, because of how much there was, how much negative talk about OA that there was in this other program. Um, so it took a little, it took a while to trust that OA would work for me. And, um, but eventually I got a sponsor. Um, I started working the steps and I started finding relief around food again. Um, I stopped binging within, I mean, probably within a few months of being in OA. Um, I don't remember when the last time I binged was. It's been over a year, um, which is like incredible. Like, I don't, I don't know how that happened. I do know how that happened. It happened because of OA. But like, other than that, I don't really know how I helped, how it happened because I don't usually, um, I don't usually do like the right thing, um, except for coming to OA. I really believe that OA saved my life. Um, I'm not sure. Minutes. Thank you. I'm not sure that I would be around, um, if it wasn't for OA. I've found, I've had two sponsors in OA. Um, I have found a sponsor who's like incredibly 
gentle and um, and really insightful and is like and ultimately like the best thing for me is just accept being accepted um, by her and by everyone else in OA. Um, I I feel like. I work a really different program, I think, than a lot of people in OA. And so I feel like it's important to mention that like, like you don't have to restrict your food in OA, right? Like I don't have to restrict my food in OA. I don't have to be, I don't have to hold it so tightly. I don't have to, um, I don't have to worry so much about what I do or don't eat. Because when I do, for me, when I worry and I obsess over, um, how much or how little or, um, you know, what, what type of grain or what type of vegetable or if something changed from the plan that I had, like that immediately sends me into like crazy town and I want to binge on all of the things if there's any, you know, small change. And so I've taken an approach to OA that is like really, really loose and gentle that really works for me that I never thought would. I, I thought that only like weighing and measuring and like doing the, eating the same thing every day and eating, you know, being very prescriptive about my food. I thought that was the only way. And in fact, like usually what I think is pretty wrong. So in fact, like now <laughs> I've come to, to the point where I know that like that's not the only way and it's not the way for me. Um, and that I can have this really like open relationship with food where I, um, I really love food. Well, I'm an, I'm a compulsive eater, but like I really appreciate my food now. You know, like I appreciate what I can eat, and I appreciate what my body digests. And I don't have fear around. Um, I don't have fear around food, and that's like why I want. That's that's what I always wanted was like not to be scared of what's on my plate, not to be scared of like what's going to be on my plate you know, tonight, um, or not being scared of going to the grocery store, or um, I don't have those anymore. And I think it's a direct result of being in OA and working the steps and doing service, um, having sponsees, having a sponsor, and showing up and not being perfect, um, and accepting and accepting myself. I'm going to stop there. Thank you. <laughs>